got me? Can you see me? No. That's not me. That's a picture. Oh, Jesus. Speaker off. This is bullshit. Hold on. There. Picture. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, Hammer. Did you make enough plans on how you're going to keep me under control tonight? Or Joe, wait. What? Can you see me all right in this, in this yeah. chair? Should I... Should you I look be sitting like up you're straight? Fucking jungle. <laughs> you look like one of those British jerkos with with the wicked chair with the fucking tree behind them. Where's your elephants oh. and stuff? You look like, like a, you're like in Jumanji. I'm down in, I'm down in Barbados. Like, hold on, no, I'm no, changing. Not Barbados, like Africa. Oh, Africa. Okay. I'm changing I'm changing seats now. Alright. Don't move too fast, Rocky. I'm standing up now. Yes. I'm sitting. How's this? Better? Whatever. The other place was fine too. It was just comical. Maybe it's better. Comical is better, right? You think you'd get more interest over there? Yeah. You know me. I'm all about my brand. You know what I mean? I hear you. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about my brand. <laughs> oh my god. Eee! Eee! So right, I'll just go with the flow. Let's go. Ready? Once again, welcome back. It's Ed and Joe, Colony Confidential. What's up, Ed? Hey, making making strides every day. Went out today for a walk. Went out yesterday for a walk. Uh, fed the birds, walked around the corner, doing my exercise. Every day is something better. You know, I still got ways to go. This so thing knocks the, the shit out of you. Like, they cut through your chest. They cut through my chest, but... You know what? It was for a good purpose. Anyway, I got a hell of a scar. I have to wait till I get a little suntan in the summer before you can see it. But it's really dynamite. And um, I don't know. I'm sitting here. I uh, I was getting cabin fever, but I went out last night. Went out to the Club Macanudo. And I uh, had a couple of cigars. Drank a lot of whiskey. Ate some Cuban food. Ran. I, you know that's bullshit. Yes. Actually, last night I went to Maimonides Hospital uh, for a doctor's appointment. Nothing wrong. Just hold check on, hold up. Hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself. Your house got me sick at the Super Bowl. You got the house sick. You sound fine. Okay. You came here with a with a communicable disease. I think it was your house because as soon as... Well, anyway. So, all right. So, it's still Heart Health Month. What are we doing? What are you doing for your heart health? What else can I do? I'm watching, you know, I'm not, I'm not overeating. I'm watching what I eat. Uh, How I, many uh, eggs taking my, I'm taking my friggin' pills, which I guess if you're healthy, you know, there's nine pills in the morning, one in the afternoon, and uh, seven pills at night. Uh, it's like, you know, a lot of friggin' pills, but... But they're not forever, uh, right? Not forever. I'm going to see Dr. Sipo, my friend Dr. Sipo, next Wednesday. And I'm going to see the surgeon next. I'm going to see the surgeon next Wednesday morning, eight o'clock. Then I'm going to see Doctor Sipo at one o'clock in the afternoon. Tomorrow the nurse is coming, be her last visit. Today the uh, physical therapist was here and uh, checking me out, walking up and down the stairs, doing the exercise, walking up and down the block. And uh, I oh, knew he, he took was you outside. Yeah, outside. That's cool. I've been outside before. Those those warm days we had earlier in the week. Yeah. I was out in the yard walking around, checking. You know, I had to check the garbage run, feed the birds. I'm going to bring the kids on Saturday to wrestle with you. Uh, 
you could bring them. I don't know about wrestling. Nah, they already know. They were like, we can't hug them, right? I was like, nah, you could probably hug them. Gently, gently. How did it go yesterday with your doctor's appointment, your scheduled follow-up? Well, here's the thing. It said 7.30, so I should have, you know, would have made sense that it was 7.30 in the morning. I assumed it was 7.30 at night. When I got there, everybody was gone home. Now, here's the kicker. I called today, right? And I tell this woman, you know, I was there, and, oh, well, it's in the morning. I says, well, you know, sweetheart, I was in my own business, and when I dealt with clients, I had to make instructions idiot-proof. So it would have been real helpful if you put from now on 7.30 a.m. But so so they called you, right, after you weren't there for 12 hours, you didn't show up, a heart patient. Their office called you to make sure you weren't good, right? No, no, no. I called them this morning. So they never called you yesterday? Let me let me finish, okay? All right. Um, anyway, I got an appointment for next Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I got a call shortly after that that they want to know how I'm feeling. Call them back and let me know how I'm feeling. Blah, blah, blah. Today? So Today, yeah. So, right, so not yesterday the- when you missed your appointment. These jerk-off doctors. Um, I think whoever typed it us just assumed that I knew to come in at 7.30. And this guy, in the morning, after he went through with whoever he had to take a look, I'm sure there's more people than me, he's into operating on some other guy. And um, you know what? It would have been helpful if a staff member had called up and said this guy wasn't here, but they didn't do that, okay? So I wouldn't blame the doctor. Now, having said that, Uh, Years ago, when I was in Kings Highway Hospital, I got on the elevator with my spray tank. And this prick doctor, probably out of medical school, about 20 minutes, got on the elevator and asked me how many people I killed today. And I told him, not as many as he did. I had a business. He had a practice. And he paid about five times more insurance than I did Mm because he killed a lot more people. Fuck him. So you know what? There's prick exterminators and there's prick doctors. And there's good exterminators and there's good doctors. So let's move on, okay? So another thing that's coming up is Legislative Day. Yeah, I, I, I've gone there a couple of times. It was a lot of fun. Well, I think you're going to have a big turnout this year because of all of the bills being introduced. There's a lot of small business bills and specific pest control bills that could hurt the industry. Who's trying to put us out of business? Democrats, I'm sure. Yeah. I think the better way to describe them would be uh, ignorant people that don't understand what a pesticide really is. But um, That's one way to describe them. I, I, I describe them as fucking whores. They do whatever the fuck they think this, this misinformed public wants to hear so they can keep their fucking job. My favorite definition that I recall you referring to them as was economic terrorists. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, they are economic terrorists. Yeah. So anyway, um, we'll be there. We'll be at uh, Legislative Day. Um, And then, obviously, everybody knows Synergy Sense in the DMV area. On that Thursday, February 28th, we're going to be at Target Specialties Winter Workshop at the uh, Maritime Institute Institute in Lithica, Maryland. Uh, under the Synergy Sense South brand. 
And on uh, Friday, we have the, the boxing sponsorship the next day in Brooklyn. I'm not going to make either one of them, I don't think. No? All right. I don't know. Hey, you know what? I'm being very cautious. Who knows? That's fine. It doesn't matter. We'll have the ticket for you on March 2nd. But March 1st, under the, for Synergy South, we're going to do like a happy hour at okay. like a Top Golf with uh, we're going to invite PMPs from the area. So it should be good. Yeah. So you asked before about our friend, our business partner in the South. Yes. Finally known as? Big Red. And? Uh-huh. What else? Synergy South. I know, but what else do we call Big Red? Howdy Doody, Richie Cunningham. I thought we were being nice to him, just call him Big Red. My Jesus, this surgery really changed you. Oh, I. You know what? Before he was just. Before he was just a schmuck kid. Now he's gonna make money with us. We're both gonna make money, him and us. Yeah. So you know, you gotta show him a little respect. If he makes a lot of money, then we'll show him some love. Well, Tom was introduced to us from uh, our our good friend, Mister Keith. Uh, Keith Gill. Yeah. And Tom's oh. first job in pest control was with Colony Pest Management. Oh, I, I know, I know. All right, you ready to call Big Red? I'm ready. I'm always ready. <laughs> I'm managing well in America. Hey, Ed, you're there? I'm here, buddy. What's doing? <laughs> Good, buddy. How you feeling? I'm feeling mighty fine. Like I just had my. I'm feeling like I just had my stomach, uh, my chest lit up. <laughs> Beautiful, but they they updated your ticker to the 2019 edition. Uh, here's the thing. I got all brass plumbing now. I'm I'm good for at least uh, uh, 25 years or a half a million miles, whichever comes first. <laughs> the hell of a warranty. The hell of a warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You, know, yeah. you ready? For the marathon come November? My goal is to get to the Macanudo Club on March 17th or thereabouts and smoke a couple of big cigars and have some Jameson's whiskey and then walk my car and not be out of breath. The hell of a goal. Does the cardiologist like your goal? Yeah, he might come and have a cigar with me. No, actually, listen, everybody blames it. It's on your cigars, which is bullshit. The cigar smoke and, and, and secondhand smoke is something to do with it. But it's because I uh, ate shit, ate bad shit. But what kept me, I was always active, running up and down stairs, checking on my men. I played racquetball, so my heart was strong. It was just these uh, uh, arteries that was, you know, my heart needs a lot of blood. I'm kinda, I kind of need a lot of blood. And uh, I wasn't getting it. I had two arteries, 90% clogged. The other one, 50%, and the fourth one was free and clear, but I wasn't a 25% guy, you know what I mean? I got to go full tilt. Nothing, nothing half-ass. Nothing. No. So, you know what? I went in, I woke up and said, what the fuck did I do? But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I was really surprised. The The day after they got me sitting up, I got this big, tall, not unattractive lady coming from physical therapy telling me you're going to go for a walk today you know i have walked a lot in my life this is the first time i said i don't know just backstory on tom tom's first job in pest control was with colony pest management and is probably one of few people that actually went into the field with ed sheehan when ed sheehan was in the field regularly right tom 
Absolutely. I remember Ed. My, my first meeting, first alone job was with was Ed. We drove all the way up to New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And we parked in a sketchy neighborhood, and we weren't sure if the car was going to be there when we got back. And, you know, I'm listening to Ed all the way up there, and I, I've never worked with him one-on-one. I've seen him. I've been to jobs with him, but I've never done a job with him. We get out of the car. We, we do our pleasantries. We see what we have to see. Next thing you know, Ed's, Ed's probably 75 feet in front of me, speed walking. And I, I, I'm i 6'3". I don't know how old, how tall Ed is. but 5'3". Good God. He was... He, Five three. He was booking it. Those little lights had me to laugh. You're six two. Yeah. <laughs> you and you could identify with any anything you want today. And we have to take it at face value. Okay. You know? Fair enough. So if you're six two, but anyway, Mike. Yes. And then I remember Ed at a, in downtown Brooklyn. I'm not sure if I can name places, Joe. So I'm not, but. God Almighty, his QCs were the most painful thing. But he made me a good, good technician because you would think, oh, I can get over, I can do this, I can miss this. Ed knew where bait stations were before, before you knew where they were, and he, he hadn't been there. He just had the mind, and it was unreal. Yeah, that was my first experience with him. And the only, the only job he did not QC, I think, was the sanitation route. Well, but everything else, yeah. Ed was exempt from the sanitation route. So, yeah, I mean, I just remember Ed being in downtown Brooklyn, and we had that, that client that that had mice everywhere, everywhere, in the race floors, eating computer wires. Ed would just walk up to him and be like, do you have food in your desk? And, and they'd be like, yes. And he'd be like, I told you six months ago to get rid of the food in your desk. Up on the ninth floor, we open up this drawer and there were so so many mice in this place that it was just taken over and they were eating Tylenol pills. They were eating packets of Tylenol. It just blew my mind. It blew my mind. You know, it had headaches. Yeah. It was a rough day. They had headaches. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remember the pizzeria in Metro tech. Oh, that's fun. You and Joey, you and Joey had a field day with, Oh my God! I remember opening up a catch-all trap, and it looked like a mass grave. The yeah. the mice were still alive, climbing on each other's backs to get out because the catch-all, with all the other dead mice, actually insulated it, so they didn't die of hypothermia. You know, it was pretty wild. But I remember that. I, I, I remember that. <laughs> that guy, that guy didn't like that guy didn't like me because I used to write him up and give it to you know that Bill Boyd. I used yeah. to give the reports to Bill Boyd, and uh, so he fired me. And uh, the mice started going into their neighbors, and uh, Bill Boyd went high uh, higher up and got us back in to take over. And I walked into this guy's pizzeria with with Bill Boyd, and he looked at the guy and he goes, "He's back." And I looked up behind me, "You're screwed." And I, I lifted up the floor tiles, and, and that's that's what you more or less all these freaking mice and shit. But anyway, so I, that mouse issue was in like a, a ten-story building in downtown Brooklyn back in like two thousand four, five, Tom. Two thousand. Three, four, five, yeah. It was yeah. A, it was a commercial office setting. It was really where we had the main issues. 
was they had a big three of the floors were computer servers. The whole floors were server floors, and it was raised floors. That was that was uh, two thousand and five. Yeah, and just FYI, uh, Tom, if, Tom, if you don't, we're quite we're responsible for Tom's ex wife. Yes, you are. I was going to share that story. I was uh, going on those computer floors, and they gave me this nice high-tech plunger. How I, I met my ex-wife formally, I had small talk with her, and you know, I would smoke cigarettes with her outside on break. But how I really got introduced to her and her insanity and her passion for her job, she was good at her job. So I was on these... Uh, I was, what are they, elevated uh, floors, Joey, where, where they, the Halon floor systems, where they have the computer? Yes. yes. All right. So I'm in this very technical area, and there's these Halon, you know, system, and you have to pick the tiles up with the plunger, and because and, the mice are eating these wires, and, and they're, you know, these wires are responsible for major things in the world. So I had this idea to use a tracking powder and, and put little plumes in, or, or I was told to, I don't remember specifically, but the way I met her was, is I guess I got sidetracked and I put the bulb duster down in the middle of the floor and I walked away. And uh, I came back to this five-foot little gnome screaming, who left this here? Who left this here? And I said, I did. And she started spouting stuff, and I just remember looking at her. She was red, beat red. She was upset. And I was flustered. I looked at her, and I said, you know what? I have to call our legal department. And I scurried out, and I called Joey. <laughs> Do you remember that, Joe? <laughs> yes. I mean, she was she was the head of OSHA. <laughs> Compliance. Yes. Yeah, was environmental health. What was her name? Uh, Nancy. Uh, head of environmental science. She was environmental health and safety. The, the, you know, the, the, one of the directors or something, she had some clown she reported to, but she knew her stuff. And she knew that that was, shouldn't have been there. But, you know, it was, a, it was an honest mistake. And then I think she started, I went out to eat with Joe. No, I, you, you called me. With Joe. You called the head of legal. And uh, I, I began to inform you on the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act. And yes. she hated you because she was wrong with what she was trying to tell you to do. And then she hated you, but then fell in love with you. I don't know. And then I wrecked her life. <laughs> Good for you. That's a way to get even with it. Though. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember she's screaming at me. And, and all I knew is I knew this. She's just... I always thought she had a kid because she had like some grandkid or godkid or some some crap hanging on her wall. And, and I <laughs> asked her. I remember this vividly because I tell my current girlfriend this story. I said, uh, "Did you see that movie, The Despicables?" Or no, not what's that movie? I can't think of the name. They're making a part two or three or something. And she went. She's like, "No." And I said, "Well, actually, I want to see it." And she went out and saw it that weekend, and I, I acted like I was going to go see it. And she came, found me on Tuesday or Thursday, and she's like, I saw the movie, did you see it? And she wanted to talk about it, and I didn't see it. I can't sit through movies. But anyway, happily ever after, we lasted until divorce court, you know? Oh, my God, you want to you do a bad business deal, get married. <laughs> <laughs>
Good golly. <laughs> Tom, Tom, are yeah. you thinking about proposing at some point? Uh, absolutely. This one's 26 and uh, better looking, smarter. Look, I'm not saying I'm, I, I'm smart. I'm just saying you want to enter a bad business, you'll get married, you know? Tom, is she a good mechanic? Yes. No, she's a good mechanic. Is she a good mechanic? Yes. I'm All right. Yes. So back to the business in D.C. Yes. All right. <laughs> hey, that's part of HR. <laughs> he's, he's screening. He's screening. Yeah, there you go. We got we to gotta learn a whole new set of, speaking of HR, a whole new set of human resources and hiring and firing rules. So. You all right, there? Oh Who's God. making that noise? You all right, Tom? I'm fine. Is that Ed? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Fine. I'm nice and so, you know, I'm comfy. In your Jimmy Breslin hat? No, Jimmy Breslin was from New York. See, I got this hat because Walter Winchin was all over the country. So this way now I'm going down south to help you out with this hat. Okay, okay. I'm not just staying in New York. I'm, I'm, I'm branching out. I'm, I'm moving my brand further south. You're going to come to Maryland? On the next episode of Colony Confidential. One thing that's always going to be booming in the world is pest control in the spirit industry. People are always going to be afraid of bugs, and people are always going to want to drink. So pest control is probably going to be one of the last things someone would cut because nobody wants to take care of their, their insects by themselves. And, and drinks, you drink when time, times are good and times are bad. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.